When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast post-game show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Be sure to like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review wherever you get your podcast. Cardinals win. They go on the road at Carolina, beat the Panthers 26-16. We are here to react. I'm Johnny Venable, joined as always Paul Brock, the great Frank Sanders, the great Damian Anderson, live at the PHNX studios in downtown Phoenix. And gentlemen, it's a tale of two halves. Cardinals didn't have an offensive touchdown until they did, Bo Brock. No, they didn't. They finally uh, woke up at halftime, and they took advantage of Vance Joseph's defense that I thought kind of set the tone today. I know it was trying in the first half with this offense, and it's no show, but what this defense was able to do was kind of hold serve, guys, while this offense kind of figured itself out, and then it finally did in that second half. And we saw this Cardinals team come alive and earn its second win of the year. Look, just special. First half was like we, we had a throw-up bag here. Hmm. And the, uh, second, the second half was something totally different. The offense started making plays. But we got you know, look, defense stayed consistent four quarters of football until the offense joined the party. And next thing you know, you start watching us take over the game. And they literally, after that moment, the Cardinals offense just literally ran away with the game. Damian Anderson, it's hard to explain how bad the Cardinals played in the first half. Snaps over Kyler's heads, pick sixes. And then the second half just thoroughly dominated the game. Yeah, halftime adjustments, guys. But I think context is important here. The Carolina Panthers were not a good football team. Right. They were not a good football team. They're bad. I mean, the first half, I mean, we saw progression. I mean, and everybody, I mean, we could all sit here and and be that guy. Well, you could do this, you could do that right. Most importantly, I'm still a fan. They won the game. Yeah. Right? The Cardinals beat a bad team. Right, Bo, Johnny? Yeah. Frank? Yeah. And you feel good about it on how they finished, and you just want to see that more consistently because it's hard being a fan, guys, Yeah. in that first half. <laughs> yeah, and you're, and you're allowed hard. to win ugly in the NFL. I mean, listen, no one thought this team was going to come out and be perfect today, and we were talking about the elements potentially involved. This offense had done nothing, and I spent the last two weeks kind of giving in to Vance Joseph and saying, you got to be better player, young players, and boy, oh, boy, did they ever respond today? Zach Allen, budding star in the NFL. Zayvon Collins, maybe his best game yeah. as a pro. And give credit where credit's due. Bo Brock, they gave the Cardinals offense enough time to get right in a game they had to get right. Yeah, to DA's point, I mean, if you're playing, if you played that poorly against the Rams, against the Chiefs, you're probably out of that game. And and coming back is it's a fool's errand. But as far as the Carolina Panthers, Baker Mayfield. But the point here was this was a winnable game and they won, right? And it was important to even things out at two and two, kind of lick your wounds with a dub instead of lick your wounds with an L and be one 100%. and three. Yeah. And really trying to pick up the pieces with a really, really good Philly team coming to town next week. Uh, you haven't played well at home, but you continue to play well enough on the road. Ten and one dating back to last regular season. Cliff Kingsbury and his offense still like, yeah, you want to see them 
get back to the grind this practice week and figure out why they continually start out slow. But you saw enough to be encouraged a little bit. You saw Hollywood Brown, the rapport with his quarterback, continue to develop. What a sick play by Hollywood. (laughs) You love the snow angel for the celebration. Zacher, it's a big touchdown to open up the scoring for this Cardinals offense. So encouraging, but yeah, far from perfect. But Vance Joseph's defense continues to improve a little bit and took advantage of a horrible quarterback in Baker Mayfield. I love the comment here, Tom Bob, Trey McBride, Johnny. Absolutely. It's like, okay, the second and third leading receiver for the Cardinals were tight ends today. That's okay. Play to your strengths right now. I think that's what we've been preaching all season, uh, Frank Sanders, is they're missing key wide receivers. Rondell Moore hasn't been healthy, didn't look great today, honestly. A.J. Green's out, and with Tuan Wesley's out, of course, DeAndre Hopkins is out. Okay, let's lean on the run game. So you know, John, Benjamin was so fantastic. John, real quick, so did Wait the a Car- minute. Real quick, did the Cardinals miss A.J. Green more than the they AJ missed? A.J. Green from last year. The A.J. <laughs> Green from last year. Oh, AJ the season. More than they <laughs> I'm missed sorry, Rondell Trey Moore. McBride got more open today, had better hands than A.J. Green For had sure. all season. I'll just say I that, mean, but... Yeah. Respect uh, A.J. Green, first off. Yes, I do, and Put I respect, respect his career that is now probably over. Trey McBride, Zach Ertz dominated the point of attack, and then Frank Sanders. Can we talk about why you have football pads on? Does well, everyone because know? we're 2-2 two and two with these does pants everyone on right know, Does everyone know yet, though? I do. I have pads on. I'm padded up for these stand road up, games. Johnny, that's no, I'm not going to stand up. People were saying you had Capri in the comments. <laughs> yeah, I would dark Capri into my own I love the people, and they know. I don't care what they think. I'm just saying respect, bro. I care about the dub. I do care what you think. Frank Sanders, Eno Benjamin, your thoughts today. Look, a lightning rod to the team. We Seven point two yards per carry. We said we needed that we needed second half adjustments was to come out and run the ball first, establish a little bit of pounding ground, be the ones that want to bring the fight to those guys. It looked like the first half they brought the fight to us, DA. The second half we said, look, the adjustments will be be physical up front, bring the fight to those guys, at least establish that. And then once you do that, it will allow the the deep passes to come to come to fruition. And guess what? That's what happened. And, him, Dan Williams, those guys, they were they were a good spark. Then JC caught that fire too, and just the running game established it opens up the passing game a lot. And we had, we had to make that we had to make that decision, and they did a very good job with that. Guys, I'm gonna throw some things out there, and I just want you to grasp onto it. Okay. When Eno's in the game, they go up tempo. Yeah. They go fast. They're moving the ball. They're not waiting. Correct. Running these traditional sets. That's who the Cardinals are. That's their identity. Mm-hmm. They just don't want to embrace it yet because they're still playing. Just we saw that goal line situation today where they get down there and then they go triple tight and they try and give the ball on a reverse to, you know, Rondell Moore. It's mm-hmm. like, guys, like, go with what got you there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Go with what – put put yourself in space. Let Kyle, Kyler Murray cook and let guys run in, run in and you got a running back. Don't get me wrong. Like, I think that it, it's important, but I just think that they would be so much more efficient and be themselves and move the ball, Bo and Johnny and Frank, if they had that ability. Like Chase Edmonds last year. With, Correct. Like the lightning yes. and thunder yes. aspect. And they, Bo yes. Brock, you can make an argument, maybe too dependent on James Conner sometimes. Right, and I think that they're they're trying to take a, what, a square peg and fit in a round hole as far as who they want to be. You got to ride the hot hands, and the hot hands are not the guys that you necessarily paid this offseason. James Conner, sure, he looked good in the second half, but as far as trying to have him as be your bell cow and the leader of your offense and moving the football, like, and the same thing we saw that with Rondell Moore early on. They tried to fit Rondell Moore into this game plan, and it didn't work, and you took snaps away from Greg get, Dorch, get out of a here, guy Rondell. that's been... That's uh, been a playmaker for this team. He had one catch today, and it was he didn't see. I'm sure when you see the snaps that when they come out tomorrow, you're going to be disappointed by the lack of Dorch being out there. But guys like Dorch and Eno Benjamin, say what you will, but they are lightning rods. I mean, Eno Benjamin continued as silly yeah. as it is. 
kicked the football off, and then the made a tackle on kickoff. The kick more off. you can do. And it's like, right. you, the more you can guys do. Guys get fired up by that. Guys are fired up, and Eno Benjamin is one of those guys to kind of that the team could rally around. And then you've also got guys like J.J. Watt and his story going into this game and playing the caliber yeah. game that he did. Respect. It's it's pretty unreal. And his buddy, his shadow at times, Zach Allen, balled out there, and he was so important to this defense. I, I was also impressed. I know we're, we talk a lot of Kyler Murray on this show, rightfully so. He's the quarterback for the Cardinals. I thought pushing back on kind of the ineptitude that we saw offensively to begin the third quarter is like Cliff – pushing back. This is not good enough and getting in people's faces and trying to will this team to victory. And I know that that possession was was funky and Will Hernandez got kicked out for something that really probably should have just been a penalty, not an ejection. Kyler rallies, helps this team score an additional two touchdowns. And for me, that's what I want to see out of my quarterback, Frank Sanders. I want to see somebody who's emotional in the best possible way to rally these other guys up because this is a game we talked about at nauseum. They had to win. This was as close to a must-win game as you can have in the first quarter of a season, given just how bad the Panthers can be. The energy of your quarterback and a few leadership leader players that you depend on, your playmakers, it has to be evident. Yeah. It can't be something that goes silent or dormant when players are right or when players go wrong. They have to be always on point for four quarters of being the leader and the mouth of the team. And you saw that. And I like the fact that we saw Kyler's pushing everybody to play fast. So let's go to, 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 to D what DA said. We're not, we're not that, that set, that stagnant set kind of offense. We need to be more of an pistol. We need to make this thing move a lot faster. And I think that that's, that's the kind of stuff you need. And I think those, it, it rallies, it rallies the team and yeah. everyone gets to see that, especially on the offense. Defensive guys seem like sometimes they come out ready to fight anyway. Mm-hmm. Offense sometimes, you know, if, if you don't have enough guys ready to just be, be dogs and you, you you struggle with that until you find your identity because we were we run a set 12 plays and so sometimes both those set 12 don't always be the plays you need mm-hmm. to dominate your player but what happens is when you get to the second half we see those guys become like a, it's like a smash mouth football and um it makes everyone everyone gets on board Kyler's attitude and and, and mentality today was evident and I thought that was that was a big push for the team. I want to get to some of these comments, but I want to remind everybody, smash the like button down below. It helps share this video. helps PHNX, PHNX Cardinals. Damian Anderson, this offense has been kind of a hot-button topic. No touchdowns in six quarters. And then they have kind of a, a mini explosion in the second half. What needs to be the catalyst moving forward until DeAndre Hopkins comes back? Have we seen the formula today? Is this the new formula for the Cardinals? I would say Kyler and Tempo. Uh, getting, you know, spreading them out, uh, going to their strengths, finding ways to where Kyler always has that option to run. You know, he just always has that ability where if I'm dropping back Kyler the middle of the field, we saw that in the second half where initially they were doing plays that outside read zone to the perimeter. Like that's not where Kyler's most successful. Kyler's most successful dropping back, being creative, improving, making guys miss one-on-one, breaking off up the middle and then bouncing it out to the right or to the left. And it just gives him a three-way go uh, when he has that ability. But I would just, back to your original question, Johnny, tempo, more Kyler, because I really believe the leader of this team, and I think that this team is just only going to get better. What we saw today was needed, as you mentioned, Johnny. But D-Hop, D-Hop is the unquestioned. That 50-50 ball becomes a 75-80% ball, throwing that up. And I, I don't think that they have that right now. Like, Kyler's doing his best, but they don't have, like, that next. I like how what Hollywood's doing. You know what I mean? He's getting more comfortable, getting implemented into the offense. You need that dog. 
You need that dog, whether it be through play, uh, obviously through actions, vocal, you know, whatever it is. And Kyler's seeming to grasp that that role. But I think in terms of like that next step person, I don't, and we saw what happened when, when he went down last year missing D-Hop, the impact on the offense and just being as dynamic as they were and taking, you know, so many eyes are, are watching other players and then they could just focus on Kyler because he's been yeah. really the only person, you know, with the exception of Hollywood and some guys here, Greg Dorch up until this point. But they could just focus on Kyler and take him out the game. Once you bring D-Hop back, that's another dog out there and they got to focus on him. So right. get get – 500, Johnny, and mm-hmm. I think the Cardinals Cardinals aren't in a great place. Absolutely. I think that's a that's a very real reality for the Arizona Cardinals. You know, you got a tough game against Philly, then you got Seattle, say what you will, put up 48 points. Yes, Detroit, sir. Detroit's kind of, we'll see if they're fraudulent or not. But, like, it, it's no, nobody to kind of look over. But DeAndre Hopkins, to your point, I mean, outside of what he does with the elite route running and the big playability, is he puts other guys in position for success, right? Like Hollywood Brown, like he's been playing a, a very admirable wide receiver one role for yeah. this team in his absence. But if he's is if, he, if he's a compliment to DeAndre Hopkins, he's even more dangerous. And Zach Ertz kind of becomes you mm-hmm. know that safety valve, right? Mm-hmm. In that position, what he was last year, exactly, right? right. right. And it, just, it just puts guys in more more comfortable roles. And DeAndre Hopkins is comfortable with being <laughs> like the Zach, dog. Zach right now is like, I mean, I mean, Ertz is like, damn, they got three people over. <laughs> <laughs> right, he ain't used to that. Right, you right. I mean? so he ain't used to that. That's that's gonna be huge. I mean. And then the playmaking is going to be big. What well, we're going to see, yeah. but Hollywood that goes without saying. The Hollywood Brown acquisition has been about as seamless as you could have hoped. He's on pace right now, and it'll change. You know, as as McBride gets more comfortable, receivers come back, and and uh, Hopkins. But he's on pace for over fourteen hundred yards this year. Hollywood Brown going to set career highs, presumably with Kyler Murray. And you talk about that dynamic. We're just as Damian Anderson mentioned, trying to stay above water, trying to be around five hundred mm-hmm. until Hopkins comes back, and. We talked about it last week. That's why this week was so important. You look at the schedule, how it plays out. Seattle, who, you know, we'll see how great the Seahawks are. Jimmy Garoppolo twice. The Saints that are one and three. The Chargers have a bunch of injuries. The Broncos look terrible. Who knows who's going to be playing quarterback for the Patriots? Like, there are very winnable games when this team plays like they did defensively today and in the offense second half. And Here's what I will say. I, I don't want to dismiss what the Cardinals did offensively in the second half. I know they got short fields, and that's great. Carolina's defense is real. Like, it's top 10 in most every statistical category. Baker Mayfield put them in bad positions today, but the Cardinals give them credit. Capitalize without a full deck, so to speak. And, I mean, how can you not be excited about Trey McBride? It wasn't only the catches, gentlemen, but he's he's in there blocking. I'd be anxious to see what his what his metrics are. He's his a football PFF player, grade. Yeah, absolutely. He's a football player. The Cardinals don't have enough players mm-hmm. like Trey McBride, the young upside. So, you know, Cliff Kingsbury, who's public enemy number one right now with this team, you know, Vance probably goes down to like four or five. Cliff Kingsbury, hopefully Bo Brock starting to be a little bit more, I don't know, flexible with some of his personnel moves. You would hope so, guys. I mean, I don't know what you saw out there as far as the play calling. Did you see an improvement? I mean, it's, shorter fields certainly helped, right? And being put in premier or prime position to, to succeed. Obviously, you had the big picks out there. And I, you know... It, Second half play calling was different though. It than was the first a little half. different, and, and I, I think they started on the, the rhythm. But they started on the the minus five after that penalty. Yeah, you know yeah. they started and mm-hmm. went however many you know plays, and and obviously ninety five yards to get that touchdown. So that that was huge. That right. was momentum. Obviously they went for the fake punt, 
And then that, you know, that changed, that changed the game. That, that was a momentum shift. And I, I don't know about you guys. I didn't think that they were going to go 95 yards. No. Right. I'm like, damn. They had another long drive. It, it was the weird play with Will Hernandez getting ejected. Right. 15 plays, 57 yeah. yards, and you come up with three points. They I mean, probably would have scored a touchdown there, we feel like. Probably. Had, had that but, Will Hernandez thing not occurred. Right. But I, I just don't think you've seen until – they really put the final dagger in the heart of the Carolina Panthers with that late score. Uh, did you see a red zone offense that you can feel comfortable with going forward? So it is, is with the caveat that it needs to get better. I think I that's that, really bro. what you hope that the offense in, in that side of the football takes away from this game. It's like, okay, we survived. We did well enough to beat a bad team, but we need to get better. And we got to get better quick in order to really compete on a weekly basis at the in the NFL. And the beautiful thing is, you just get a W and you move on. Yeah. You win is a win is a win. And you can win right now using Underdog Fantasy, our hottest new app. We love it. You can search it in the App Store. We play it every Sunday. Click the link in the show notes. Sign up with that promo code PHNX. And guess what? Ladies and gentlemen, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. You cashed in 100 bucks. They gave me an additional 100 It was fantastic. I then proceeded to lose it all. But that's not on Underdog. That's on your boy here. Hopefully you have better luck than me. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code PHNX. Get in on the action today. Won some money on the uh, Kyler Murray. Just went over on his rushing total Ooh. for the day. Thank you, Underdog. I'm a big fat winner. I'll celebrate with some Four Peaks beer. We got the, the Wow Wheat there that Frank enjoys. We've got the Reason for the Season, some Pumpkin Porter yep. on hand, some Kilt Lifter. We're loaded with Four Peaks. You need to load up as well. Find them in your local grocery store. You can also just go down to Four Peaks in Tempe. You can find them in the airport as well. Four Peaks all over. Great state at 48. you got to be 21 years or older. And, of course, enjoy responsibly. All right, let's talk about this Arizona Cardinal defense. I've given enough love to the offense in the second half. Vance Joseph taking arrows left and right, not playing the young guys. And then, you know, Isaiah Simmons, he played a decent amount today. But, mm -hmm. thankfully, he wasn't the story, Frank Sanders. It was the other young guys. It was guys like Zach Allen finally blossoming. And then Zayvon Collins look like the field general we all thought he would be when they took him 16th overall. I feel like he's kind of really getting a grasp of what it's like to be a Mike linebacker in the NFL. Yeah. Like you got you there's there's two parts about this. So you have to learn not just the system, but you have to learn how teams are attacking you. And I think that's something that he's kind of figuring out a little bit better how to position his body when a when an offensive lineman is coming to him, how to shed that block, to kind of see how running backs are trying to set him up for uh either either a, a out route or angle route that Damien was absolutely special at. And I think those are things that when you look at, when you got a young guy that doesn't know that and he's looking like a deer with his eyes wide open, you just take advantage of that. Uh, Zach Allen just absolutely balled. And I think you, you're watching a more of a healthier guy now. Mm -hmm. You know, a little, little, little nicked up earlier in the season, but now he's healthier. I think you can just see him take on that mentality. Him and JJ on the same side are just a beast. And I think that's a, uh, they look good today. They look really, really good today. Our defensive line put pressure on Kyle again. That's something we can go back and say to Kyle, the Carolina Panthers were not a great team at all. Yeah. But it's good to see your team do their job. Mm -hmm. And I thought that's what we saw in the second half, those guys doing their job effectively, even though they were not playing against probably one of the better teams. Probably helped with uh, Trayvon Mullen in the lineup as well. I mean, we saw how much Tra Jace Whitaker struggled in coverage last week. Mullen didn't seem to be that have that big an issue. I mean, you saw it. If they could get any kind of decent coverage that this pass rush especially with a guy like Baker Mayfield outside of dumping off to Christian McCaffrey would hold on to the football a little bit too long mm -hmm. and was either getting taken down and Cardinals players were finally getting home for sacks or they were batting balls down. It was just a tremendous effort from the, from the week the front seven. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you should expect that against a very talented offensive line next week in yeah. Philly, but 
you'll take a dub this week. And, and finally, some you saw some uh, defensive players get some flowers this week. It's good. I yeah. Mean, Zach Allen, sack. You got a big sack from Gardeck and a pick. I mean, you saw some something you could kind of be proud of after some tough games defensively for this Arizona Cardinals team. Well, they hadn't had a sack from the outside linebacker position. They get that today. With uh, Dennis Gardeck, I thought Marcus Golden played his best game to date. couple tackles for losses. Looks like he's coming back, back fully back. from that injury. Back back, and then yeah. finally having some interceptions, D.A., like this is the defense that had given up the highest passer rating to opposing quarterbacks. We talked about it at nauseum this week. That couldn't happen against somebody like Baker Mayfield. I'm, I'm not being a Debra, Debbie Downer, Johnny. <laughs> you I'm, are, just, I'm, just, I'm, I'm not. I'm just keeping it 100. Like this team was trash and the team and the Arizona Cardinals played well yeah and and they it was a great confidence builder I love seeing Zayvon Collins anticipating screens getting in space making plays being assertive and, and driving through tackles love seeing Zach Allen getting you know big getting his big mitts up looks like a mini J.J. Watt but mm-hmm. they're the, you know what I mean but they're the same size J.J. Watt just batting down balls it was like as you mentioned Johnny Marcus Golden I thought that they tried to pick on Marco Wilson a little bit and that mark in that off man that they were then they mm-hmm. changed it up I think the advance made some great adjustments I mean the defense they scored what one touchdown yeah throughout you know throughout the game so the yeah. defense gave the opportunity to I think one one of you guys said a little bit earlier to be themselves, to find their rhythm and yep. kept it close and did what they absolutely could do and make plays. How about Gardeck? How you know, getting the interception, getting the sack. Like, as I said, like I, I'm not I'm more so with Bo. Like I had to temper expectations and realize and realize like we know what good teams are in the national football. We saw League. them in the first three weeks. This yeah. was this was an important win. It was needed. But we know a big test of, you know, one of those to see where you're at is is playing Philly is playing Philly next week with that balance attack. That they Let's have. talk about more dubs. I, I don't want to play devil's advocate as much, DA. I Fair mean, enough. But when you look at Christian McCaffrey's stat line, I mean, it was imperative for to slow him down because we know what yeah. he's capable of. You know, he's got that 76-yard run that we all just yeah. shake our hat, head at where he goes untouched against the Cardinals so long ago. But eight carries, 27 yards, and 3.4 yards per carry. I mean, yep. that's a tremendous job by this defense, something that nobody expected to happen. If you... Yeah. If, if you could contain their only weapon right now, because Baker Mayfield kind of neutralizes their receiving core, you got a good chance of winning. And what do the Cardinals got right now? A big dub. Yeah, and I I want to highlight the play of the defensive backfield too, because I know McCaffrey was their leading receiver, nine for eighty one, but most yeah. of that was out of the backfield, and you, you're putting him on linebackers. That's not a, a fair fight, but you know Byron Murphy looked good, pass deflected. I thought Marco Wilson played better as the game went on. DJ Moore had a couple early catches, ended with fifty yards, didn't do much of anything in the second half. Robbie Anderson was all over the place at three for 26. Cardinals secondary sets the tone for this defense. I want to make sure everybody understands that the talent of this unit on defense is cemented in the secondary with Buda Baker and Jalen Thompson. And this team plays better when those guys are leading the charge. When Jalen Thompson gets interceptions, when Buda Baker has forced fumbles. And it almost is like it works in reverse. Typically, your front seven sets the tone, right? And you get pressure and the back end really kind of dominates as a result. But, Bo, you've been preaching this entire week. Like, if the secondary plays well, mm-hmm. the pass rush, the deflections, all that's going to come in time, and, and they really answer the call today. Well, it's it's putting guys in positions for success, right? I, I was kind of shocked to see how much slot Isaiah Simmons played today, but it, it worked out. But also Trayvon Mullen just being out there and the Cardinals finally being able to utilize Byron Murphy, how they've envisioned us- utilizing him since year one inside 
was huge. And, yeah. And then Marco Wilson, yeah, they, they tried to pick on him a little bit, but just putting guys in roles for success. It was, you know, Vance had said it the last couple of weeks. His biggest problem was personnel and mm-hmm. how he was going to get that personnel to compete each and every week. And I, I would, I would bet that he felt as best as he possibly could all season long with the personnel out there, NFL caliber corners covering NFL caliber wide receivers. It makes a big difference when you got your players out there. Yeah. I mean, at least you know what you can trust. I think you 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 call plays and you try to draw up plays that <clears throat> put guys in their best position. And then you also try to route the offense. Like and I think they had the guys in the right spot to be able to do that. You get pressure up front or you or the or the or the cornerbacks are holding those guys holding those guys down the field, then it allows you to kind of feel comfortable as a, as a, as a excuse me, as a DC to call the plays that you want to call. I think that's the best position you can be in as a coach and as a former coach at Phoenix at the University of Phoenix College. <laughs> Go Bears. <laughs> Go Bears. <laughs> you want to be able to have you – know, you want to be able to call your entire script, man, sometimes. And I think offensively, defensively, we kind of saw that in the second half a good little bit. Yeah. You can kind of see the offense open up. You can see the defense start doing different things. Um, they didn't have to bring guys as a whole bunch of pressure from the outside because the front four was doing that by itself. And I think that's a, that makes a big difference, man. And um, that was a big, big deal for today. Back to the chat, John Charlie saying they were booing Mayfield. You loved it. Yeah. Because the alternative is if the Arizona Cardinals defense doesn't perform against this pedestrian to below average offense, say below average, just be honest here. Uh, it, it, you don't like to see that as a Cardinals fan. You right. love that this Cardinals defense went out there and pretty much got what you should expect the status quo to be booing Baker Mayfield for underperforming. Correct, right? and, yeah. In, instead of him in saying, oh, okay, maybe we can survive another week with this guy. They didn't give him hope. They crushed that hope, and they were showering boos on their starting quarterback. That's a good defensive performance. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so we got the litmus test. DA, you mentioned we shouldn't get too wound up about this win. They had to be done. What are your concerns heading into next week? Not necessarily against Philadelphia, but just, just as a whole, what do you need to see more of it from this Cardinal offense and defense? Well, I think that we need to obviously see a, a quick start from the offense, score some points in the first Finally, half. Finally, right? Because I, I just think that you're going to need that to be competitive against Philly. They're a well-balanced team, mm-hmm. and it seems like they have a, a numer- you know, similar to the Cardinals, right? But they're all healthy right now. Mm-hmm. And we know it's not how you necessarily start throughout the National Football League and the duration of the season. It's about how you finish. So I don't get, you know, Frank and I, I've been around you guys I'm sure as fans get it like let's just see where they're at about like week 10 11 you know what I mean and yeah. then that's when you get or you know we get whatever halfway through the season where you get to determine but Johnny fast start from the offense defense just you know still continuing to get better just though young guys as we've been talking about Zayvon Collins continue to be Zayvon Collins Zach Allen just being you know a monster being disruptive because that's what they're going to need and it, they, I mean against the you know not to, to take too much away from today, but they're just going to need a complete game. Yeah. Right? They're going to need four quarters of football to beat good teams. And I think that you saw today that the Cardinals are not a bad team. They're better than they're they're better than the lower one third of the NFL. Well, and Bo, you mentioned it all the time. The season once upon a time was sixteen games. Mm -hmm. The season's in in quarters, right? Yeah. Well the Cardinals just finished quarter one, two and two. Right. And that's only leading in two quarters of the entire four game span. I would imagine if you're Cliff Kingsbury, Steve Kime, and Michael Bidwell, you probably take that end result of being two and two. Yeah, at this I mean, point. considering their first lead in regulation was at the fourth quarter today. Yeah, of the season. Yeah, I mean that's pretty incredible, and I think it's a testament to you know some of the talent in that in that locker room and, yeah. and being able to overcome these slow starts and maybe not put, being put in the best position to be successful. So 
Yeah, that's what's wild. I love low tone Capone there. Yeah. Can we can we play Please. the link? Can we play in Lincoln Financial in Philly Please. next week? Just uh, just punt on home games. The rest of is it the do? Can we get a do factor? For the love of God, it, it's it's almost comical at this point. They haven't won a home game in a full calendar year since they, they beat Houston. Yeah. Like I, I don't know, man. I said this before the Rams game. I I feel like Philadelphia is prime for an upset. They had a nice homecoming today for Doug Peterson. The Cardinals can literally not play any worse at home. And if I'm going to play a quarterback at home, give me one who prefers to run at this point. Cardinals, they had trouble the first three weeks of the season with guys who got the ball out quickly. That's not really Jalen Hurts. Yeah, it's not. But also, he's got the ability to make plays with his legs. He's going to run that bitch. It's, yeah, it's, gonna, yeah. It's, yeah, it's not Can anybody to say, well, okay, you might hold you on to it. Run. We're all good now. Yeah. But yeah, it's... It's a daunting task. I think it should be. I mean, I'd be curious to see what the DraftKings Sportsbook line is on this game uh, coming out of the gates because mm-hmm. I, w- I would bet Philly comes out maybe a, f- a little bit of a favorite. I'm going to say about 10 points. <laughs> Ten, you think they're a 10-point favorite? Damn. I'm saying that's just what people are saying. Yeah. But I'm going to say I'm gonna say it's about 10. Well, you have to look at also the fact that, look, Philly is, they have weapons all across the board. Mm-hmm. Today what they display was they came out slow and then they ended up coming back the second half and just being domin- a dominating team and putting together their, their performances like they were supposed to. Coming here, I'm actually going to feel good about our, the Cardinals versus them right now. And the only reason why I want to feel good is not just because we have it, it's a do, do factor, but just the fact that we're in our, we're in our fifth game we got our we got our we got our preseason legs off us. Yep. We're back into our regular season now. We've been hoping for that moment. Everyone could say just the first three games was a very daunting task to come over with or win it all. We could have been 0-3 with the with the with the first three teams we was facing. But right now we're in a good position right now. So to me, I would love to see. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing us play Philly and and how this and how we look getting ready for the week because guys should be more healthy. You can start naming names again. I hope that our injury list doesn't look like we Shit. Frank, but you bring up a great point. The Cardinals went that lot, you know, Hudson got beat up, uh, lost Pew. Um, who Prater. got kicked out, you know, got kicked out. So, so, I mean, Will Hernandez should be all right. Uh, Riding Hudson came back in. Prater's got an injury. That's that's concerning. You know, he can't kick off. You know, can't kick Pugh off next game. week. Yeah. Um, Mike Mears, though, is in the chat saying that he'll be in AZ for that game next week. He's 14 and 0. I'm assuming that's going to Cardinal games. So that's that's encouraging. It's Amen. also encouraging right now. I got yes, the sir, line Mike. on DraftKings. Cardinals are a six-point home underdog. We'll see how that line fluctuates. Uh, I love you. What saying? You won two hundred bucks on a ten-dollar parlay. Thank you, DraftKings. <laughs> love that. Close, love that, bro. Defense yeah, does win. Hey, listen. If defense plays like that against Philadelphia next week. They're going to win again. So, like, I mean, shit. You got to wear your pants again. Uh, well, here I'll wear. I'll promise to wear my pants. It's a home game. I usually only wear these for away games. If we get 100 likes on this video right now, I will wear wow. it next week. We will keep this luck moving, but you got to do that. You also got to subscribe to PHNX Sports on YouTube. And you know what else you need to do? You need to check out. If you're thinking about going to this game next week and you're wondering, should I buy tickets? Should I wait? Well, you can get tickets same day and save up to 60% right now when you buy tickets last minute using the Game Time app. It's one of our favorite new sponsors. They're fantastic. It's the best way to support us. It's by using the link in the description below. I know people who've gotten Diamondback tickets same day for uh, under 10 bucks 
Cardinal tickets on the cheap a couple of weeks ago. Listen, we need you to buy tickets to have an influx of Cardinal fans. I don't want to see Eagle Green there at the stadium next week. Lucky jockey pants next week, Johnny. Let's go. These are football pants I bought off Amazon. You can't unsee it, man. Somebody called a jockey this morning on the tailgate. You can't unsee it. He looks like a a jockey right now with his hat. No, but I'm riding my way to a jockey. Let's pay pay respect to J.J. Watt. We're at 46 likes. Can we get to 100, please? J.J. Watt is crying during the postgame interview. I I mean, for yeah to i thought just elders only have afib like i i mean that's just how ignorant i am and didn't know i didn't it wasn't something but to to go through that and and everyone that in my family has dealt with that that's something real bro and to get his heart shocked back into rhythm and to go out there and play a football game respect jj watt like major months away from becoming a first-time father and and he's out there playing for his guys after a scary moment uh, yeah, Respect to you, dude. Absolutely, no doubt about it. Uh, just you, if you're an Arizona Cardinals fan, you'll be able to sleep a little bit better tonight. Uh, if you're too excited, if you're just going through the uh, the episode guide here of PHNX Cardinals, we appreciate it, and it's keeping you up. Get some OGs. OGs is yeah. changing the game right now. They're doing something completely different. They've got their sleep time gummy. It's aqua berry flavor, and here's how they do this thing. They have the 2 to 1 THC to CBN ratio gummy. The CBN is the compound that's specifically for falling asleep, staying asleep. It's really unreal what they're doing. They're scientists actually doing something, you know, useful, right? Yeah. You know, so putting you to sleep, keeping you to sleep. Get that Aquaberry flavor. You want to learn more about it, check them out online, ogsbrands.com. That's O-G-E-E-Z-Brands.com. Also, you can check them out on Instagram at ogsbrands. you got to be 21 years or older. You can find them in your local dispensary. What's up, guys? Nico Hoffman in the chat. Thoughts on more over Dorch. Interesting to say the yeah. least. Well, here, here's something that I don't like seeing. Greg Dorch, one target, one catch, yeah. right, for a first down. Uh, Rondell Moore, five targets, three catches, 3.7 yards per attempt. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury may have gotten the dub today, but it doesn't look like, gentlemen, he has learned his lesson on Rondell Moore's usage. Rondell Moore looked like a little kid out there today. It was like, I mean, people, it's like me out there trying to play ball right now. He got destroyed on a pass play. He did not have the burst I saw last season. I don't know how you cut a guy's legs out from under him like Greg Dorch, who has been the second most consistent offensive player you had. It's a real problem. I think that the Cardinals... Somebody needs to get Cliff in a room and say, listen, Rondell Moore, he has a place on this team. Hopefully his his value, his his role will evolve over time, Frank Sanders. Yeah. But the Greg Dorch dynamic, like he should have been included more. And it was obvious from the start that they were going to get away from that. We shouldn't have affected. We should not have moved Greg Dorch Correct. at all. He should have stayed in the game. And we should have put Rondell outside where he didn't have to worry about the interior factors of dealing with linebackers and, and getting hit and Maybe affecting but Frank. His, you know his that's his niche again. in the league. I know, right? I you know, know that. I know. That's his but niche when, in the when you got somebody that's set up for you, need to go and let him do it. On the outside, you could have put him on the outside a little bit more, Agreed. and you could have had Hollywood, you know, Zach Ertz, Dorch, and then Rondell, allowed him to run go routes, allowed him to run, you know, deep, deeper ball routes mm-hmm. where you kind of just let him just kind of get his legs underneath the game. But you don't want to affect your third down your third down possession guy, yeah. who is constantly just moving the chains. When you got a guy that moves the chains. But he's the most important part of your offense. Guys, I'm just going to paint a picture here. You're going into the game, game four, one and two, and Greg Dorch is le- leading your team. You're going to change it up. <laughs> you're going to try and find ways to play better. And don't get me wrong. You, That's you, true. You, you, know, you know what I'm saying, Frank? You're one yeah, and you two. Do. It's, not, it's not like you're, you're, you're three and oh. You know what's happening, though? The reason why is because 
Gregory Dorch is probably making five hundred something thousand. One thousand percent. Yeah, that's economics. Rondo, there's some draft <laughs> draft making money. I mean, don't, and don't get me wrong. We all know this. I think that they they're very high on Rondell Moore. Yes. And they wanted to put incorporate him in the game plan. I believe at times it looked forced mm-hmm. and unnecessary. Correct. So trying to get him the ball. And that I terrible think, fourth now, and one play, the jet yeah. sweep. Let, let me ask you guys who've actually been in an NFL locker room. I mean, what does that do to to the, the psyche of that group? To see a guy who earned his role and, and balled out when nobody expected it and it was a necessity at the time because otherwise they wouldn't be generating offense otherwise. And then somebody comes back and is immediately just kind of gifted these plays and tried to work in like that, it, it seems like it would probably bring down the morale a little it's, bit. It's an unfortunate circumstance of the league. Yeah. I mean, guys understand it, and all, all they're going to say to Greg Dortch is just, G, G, GD, stay ready. Yeah. Stay ready, and that's when you it. get your opportunity, stay healthy. Make the most of when it. You, and make the most of it, because that's yeah. all you can do. The film don't lie, mm-hmm. and they're going to see, and the, and the data don't lie. So when they compare yeah. y'all, and they say he's had this many targets, he's ran these plays. Uh, Greg Dorch has had this many opportunities, he's ran these plays, and he's outperforming you. We got to get Greg Dorch the ball, and that's what they're going to do. You know, Frank, you know what they do yeah, in the bye You said everything you said was absolutely right. Can, just, can the correct. GM calm down? Can you hit the? Can we celebrate on, this win? This is a celebratory W. You predicted <laughs> a blowout loss this morning yeah. on the tailgate show. I don't come on the Sun Show and I, yell at Jay Crawford and you know all those guys who underperformed in the. Western semifinals, conference semifinals <laughs> now. Sal, Sal, Sal in the chat just looking like a hater. Look <laughs> yeah. at him. Look, he's, just looking he's, like he's, a hater. He's at full heel turn on Cliff Kingsbury. <laughs> he, was, he, was a, he was a walking L this morning on the tailgate. He said, Man. pound the under on the Derrick Henry rushing yards. He said the Cardinals were going to lose by double digits. Just take your L right now. <laughs> Sal is a genius, bro. He's playing his role. He got y'all stirred up, and y'all, uh, y'all making a great show. You know what? He'll be, on, he'll be on Cliff's bandwagon again if they get a W next week at Philadelphia. Yeah, What's but, good for PHNX Cardinals? Good for the Cardinals. But Johnny, I got to shout out the chat. There was, I think, Maris. He said he's from New Mexico. And, yes, every game that he's come to, oh my goodness. they have won. So we're going to throw – he said he's going to get some beers, but we're we going to need some of them green chilies, though. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what we yeah, – yeah, that's right. Bring, bring some of those. That'd be yeah, nice. yeah bring, bring, make, bring, make bring sure that happens. And in the Cardinals, is it Black Helmets? It is the debut of Black Ooh. Helmets, and I can feel much better about I mean, talking about that all week. If they, hadn't, if they had lost to Carolina – I don't give two shits about black helmets. I don't want to see promotional black helmets. I'm not into it. The fact they got this dub, Cardinals, go nuts. You can promote the black helmets. We'll talk about them. I'm excited to see them now. I would not have been able to take you seriously had you just lost to Baker Mayfield. But then, ooh, look at my new helmet. We're so excited. We're going to play Philadelphia. No, no, no. You get you get to wear them now. Wear them proudly. And who knows? Maybe Bo Brock, this is the magic elixir to finally get a W at home. Playing Baker Mayfield? Oh, no. No. Play, yeah, the, the Black, black Helmets. helmets. Yeah. Okay. I wish. Can we play it's Baker Mayfield every week? Yeah. I mean, Tyler's 1-0 against Jalen Hurts. It's another Oklahoma I mean, the, the Cardinals, Philly's probably got the same kind of vibes that the Cardinals had against Carolina. The Cardinals kind of had Philly's number lately, dating back to the NFC Championship game, the flea flicker, the big win. Yeah. They, they've had a lot of success, especially in their own building against Philadelphia. So, I know it's a whole different group. Uh, it's a different season. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, this could be – could it be setting up for a trap game? Look, if it does, Arizona Cardinals have a very good opportunity to be 4-2 and two potentially with DeAndre Hopkins coming back. But realistically, I mean, 3-3 three and three wouldn't be too bad either if they can get the dub over Seattle on the road. You like had that. them starting 0-3 and, and making the playoffs. Yeah. Right now, if you check standings, and again, it's early, Cardinals are one game out of the playoffs. They are the eighth seed right now in the NFC – they are the highest rated two and two team based on strength of schedule. So just uh, try to stack wins wherever you can get it. And somebody who helped them stack yeah. wins today, 
the DraftKings king of the game, Zach Allen, fourth-year defensive lineman out of Boston College, damn near unblockable. Six tackles, mm-hmm. a sack, two passes defended. He was all over the place make your, uh, doing his best J.J. Watt impression with the J.J. Swat and then two QB yeah. hits. It's great to see this young man who's had some injuries, you know, probably wasn't as physically built as he, as he needed to be when he came into the league, now blossoming into a player that we've asked for so long. Where are the cornerstone building blocks of this team, and especially on defense and that defensive line? I think the Cardinals have one with Zach Allen. He's, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, he continues to impress and be what you need at that defensive line mm-hmm. position and continue to play well, young man. Get that bread. <laughs> you know what I mean? Continue, on a contract year, continue. But my number two would be Gardeck. Mm-hmm. I yes. mean, for having a sack. Have, one that A and I, one B, for yeah, sure. Yeah, that, that INT was huge. I mean, that was another momentum shift and just his play relentless. We know that he's a bit undersized in situational football, but it's not for lack of want to and trying, and I think he does above average work for what he's asked to do. And I think a player like that you got to give – respect to but you know shout out to the whole defense for you know doing their job and getting that and shout out to the that. whole defense but to, yeah. to da and, and what he's been pounding the table even since the off season began for the Arizona cardinals team is that front seven yep. to elevate their play to help elevate the back end of this defense yeah and, and it showed up today where you just saw all the the balls batted down all the pressure slowing down christian mccaffrey it's just a it just adds and eases the the recipe for success for the Arizona Cardinals defense. But look, give some credit to Vance Joseph for having the right game plan today. Not a guy that's uh, been praised and not necessarily deserved it through three weeks of the season, but week four, VJ called a great game. Yeah, and it gives these young players confidence. And Frank Sanders, we talked about it. Like, I can't watch a bunch of journeyman veteran that won't have a future with this team who are on one-year minimum contracts have key snaps and and key logs of time over these young players, rookies or or you know first or second, third year players alike. I need to see some growth from the Zach Allens and the Byron Murphys to be able to give Vance Joseph some 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 slack here. And it wasn't getting it done until today. The film won't lie. The guys that, that the guys that be playing watching will see how 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 much better these guys have gotten. The young guys that have been playing the Isaiah Simmons and Collins, they're going to see how much he, and Allen. Dorch, they're going to, um, Gardeck, excuse me, not Dorch, but Gardeck, even yeah. Gregor Dorch, they're going to see that these guys are NFL ready to play right now and they're, and they're making plays. And so I'm pretty pretty much sure when the Eagles line up and watch that film, they're going to be looking at saying, hey, man, this guy Zach Allen got some moves. He can do some things. You got to watch Gregory Dorch. This is, what, this is what they do with him. He's very well. He's well coached. He's got it. He can catch. He can make, he make catches on third downs. Those are the things that you need to see. But without a doubt, that film will not lie. Most of these guys, I agree with you 100%. This is the building block. Maybe this is the bigger plan that that Steve Kimes and and th- that crew over there, man, had an idea that they was going to go get some guys. Probably not the best name guys, but some guys that they're just going to sit, hold on to, watch develop, add some veteran pieces around them. Hopefully, those guys can pass on some knowledge and information, and that these guys will get better. Because over, like you, you've always screamed and always yelled that you got to play to kind of figure it out. And I think that's what's taking place right now. These guys got enough on, enough games underneath their belt right now to kind of they can kind of see. What teams are trying to do to him? I tell you again, it's more important to know how teams are trying to attack you mm-hmm. than it is, and just out here just playing regular ball because that that'll save you. That allows you to be a, a better a better uh, student of the game and make those adjustments while the game is going. It's a great point, and I got two guys that I want to give attention to that that played kind of an unsung hero role in this game, and I thought Jalen Thompson. Yeah, he almost had the game changing interception that the offense squandered at the end of the first half. Yep. Jalen Thompson looks like a steal right now. The extension that he signed before mm-hmm. the beginning of the season forced a fumble last week. 
he continues to play. He's probably going to be in the, as far as the leaders and tackling still uh, for the overall season. Jalen Thompson, JT, balling out, continues to be uh, – you, you love that Steve Kime and the Cardinals were able to lock him up. And then somebody we didn't hear – we haven't heard his name. We haven't talked to, about him, but another guy who was extended, DJ Humphreys. I think DJ Humphreys has played well. Yeah. You know, he signed the extension – before the regular season, and you know the Cardinals' offensive line—it's not beautiful, right? It's not—it's not just like one sack allowed. One though. sack. That's but when, it. when you don't hear when you don't hear their names called, that's a good thing. That's a very good thing. Yeah, that's That's a great thing. So yeah. you gotta like it. You know, you, we heard about Brian Burns, and he got his right. He had the big play against Rondell Moore, but outside of that, you know, pretty quiet day for what we heard was a, a, a defensive line that was going to wreak some havoc in one sack. Finally getting K1 involved with his legs in the second half, too. And he, of course, had the rushing touchdown. But that has to be part of the offense, at least for manipulating the defense and, and giving the defense multiple looks. You know, Lamar does it so well. Jalen Hurts does it so well. You, you just can't eliminate, DA, that part of Kyler's game. And I think they're trying to weigh his longevity over 17 games, keeping him healthy. But you know, break glass in case of emergency. You got to win games now, and and the best way right now is to get Kyler on the move. Johnny, you have to take a methodical approach to this season, as you mentioned. For all the reasons, I'll give you two hundred million reasons why they have to be, you know, smart about what how they use Kyler Murray. But the the the, the numbers don't lie. T- you know, they're ten and one when he rushes the ball over ten times. Yeah. Ten and one. I mean, I don't know what. Well, what was it today? He had twelve, 12 for twenty six. Bam. Well, I mean, that's math, science. I mean, they do well when he's cooking, when he's out there, you know, running the ball and just being creative, improvisational. But I think it's also sometimes the play calling that they do early on in the game. Like I said, forcing things to a guy like Rondell Moore is where, where when they were out, we saw Cliff being more. I wouldn't say just utilizing guys that could get open and run, you know, the, the typical routes, but out of different formations. To me, I, you know, I, I think that the, this was a good win because the Cardinals did exactly what they're supposed to do. The mm-hmm. offense scored points against a tough defense, 26 to be exact, and the offense, I mean, the defense only allowed six late points. So that's doing things that you're supposed to do if you're a good football team. And they did it without their their question, you know, arguably their best player on their football team, DeAndre Hopkins. The, d- the defense over the last two games, 16 points per game, multiple turnovers, forced fumbles, batted passes. Vance Joseph, give credit where credit's due, did it against a good offense last week and not so good offense this week. Y'all wanted this man fired, too. I did. Y'all, y'all wanted this man gone. Well, here's the problem. Y'all wanted this man gone. The upside when you play these aging veterans is minimal. And then today we saw it. When the young players play, they may make mistakes, but, man, the upside is so immense. They can eat. They make game-changing plays. And I, I can't rave enough about, like, the, the Isaiah Simmons-Avon Collins dynamic has been depressing. It has been back-to-back first-round picks that have given you minimal, and Simmons is still very much kind of in limbo, doghouse. We'll see is if Zaven Collins can just steadily insert himself into this role look good today. and play 90-plus mm-hmm. percent of the snaps and be the starting middle linebacker for this team, that changes everything, Bill Brock. Yeah. It changes the dynamic of your picks, of potentially missing on back-to-back firsts, on a tone setter. You don't have to force Nick Vigil in there. I mean, I, I hope Nick Vigil's okay. He hurt his hamstring, but Zayvon Collins, when he's not asked to do too much, can just go out and play football. Yeah, I mean, you might look at the final touchdown against with McCaffrey against him, and he does that to a lot of defensive players. It, it wasn't perfect, but... I thought Zayvon Collins made enough plays early on to really set this team up for success. Isaiah Simmons, like you're hoping it's quality over quantity right now, and he's getting the 
good reps in there, and, and maybe they can find a role where he can make an impact on, on a series, each and every defensive series. But right now, we're just not seeing the quantity out there. But Zavin is, is you're right, it, it's looking more and more like a, a decent pick. I'm not going to completely say it's it's a success. It's not a home run. Right, it's not. But we're just trying to check right. boxes. Byron right. Murphy, check. Zach Allen, it was, check. It was necessary. Right. They didn't have anybody at the position right now that's that's playing at a, at a high level. So Zavin is, is right now. He, he picked up where Simmons kind of fell short, wearing the green dot, calling the defense on the field, and then making plays along with that. And you couldn't have asked for more. If if you had told any Cardinals fan that going into the season that this is we're going to see the rise of Zayvon Collins, they would have signed right up for it. Look, we, you you got to give both of those guys some time to play and figure it out. Again, we got a hybrid in Isaiah Simmons who was playing defensive line from safety to I mean from safety to slot corner, slot, slot corner. Like that's a hard. He, lo- he, he lost I out would, there. I, said, he, I, he I, would, I would love him if he was yeah. my. I wish, I, I'm lining up. He's out he's there. trying I'm to murdered. figure it out. Thank you. The learning curve like, is tough. It's, it's tough. It's when tough. You, it's tough on the job training when you when you got to go out there and film because the film will expose you tremendously. And then next week somebody's gonna line up and do the exact same thing. Give the same. Another looks. dog. There, yeah, another dog. Back to back weeks. You're just seeing people a lot. Just because, and they're setting their offense up towards you guys. Yes. And so now. These guys will get better. And, again, we're watching it be- unfold before our eyes. That's why today to- was so important, Frank. I agree. Because they could play a team that wasn't that offensively talented. Yes. And yeah. they could have yes. a-, a lot of the decisions that they made they could feel confident about. And we saw Zavin do that early on and throughout the game, as you mentioned. Probably we looked like some of those offenses play. he saw at Tulsa. It probably, like, that. that's the limitation. <laughs> I mean, Zavin Collins probably like, shit, I got to play Patrick Mahomes. And it's like, oh, okay, this is like my – with that's the, the difference USA, in the NFL. Yeah. But that's the difference in the NFL. Yeah. So just just wake, wake, sure. wake, your, wake your ass up and say, I got Holmes. I got Carr. Yeah. I got Bradford. I got Stafford. Stafford. I got Stafford. And you just keep going on the list. That will just shakes you a little bit because these are the guys you're playing with on PlayStation. And when you're sitting in Tulsa not doing anything and you're thinking about how great they are. Loving Coldstone, man, right? It's, it's, it changes the narrative. <laughs> but when, I said it before, man. When you when you get in the NFL, it's, it's a special thing that when you realize – where you really are. I mean, that's that's the dream of all of us at some moment when you get a chance. You're there. Yeah. You're, you're just em- you're embracing all your idols and embracing this moment. You're wearing a jersey. You're you're, you're on primetime television. You're 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 getting paid to do this right yeah. now. That changes the thing. But the second part is that man, when you realize that they know who you are and what they're trying to do to you, and you that dude on the other side of the ball, and they're trying to get you, and you saying, man, I gotta I gotta get my shit together. Yeah. And when they start doing that, you start seeing the performance of what's taking place. With these young guys. How about some good news, gentlemen? Give it up. Uh, through four weeks, they had a bunch of guys go on IR. Antonio Hamilton is scheduled to potentially come back. Ooh. Antoine Wesley mm. could come back next week. And uh, Cody Ford could That's come right. back next week. That's right. And, and Antonio or Antoine Wesley told our guy Howard Balzer that the plan is for him to be back as soon as he's eligible. And Cliff has been pretty vocal that Antonio Hamilton is on schedule to just hit the ground run. And he's been ramping up after that freak injury accident in this kitchen where he's, he was burned. Uh, so you could get a guy who won the CB2 job back in this lineup in some capacity. That's just better news for this defensive secondary and its ability to, to cover wide receivers going forward. Johnny, I want to take away from our Friday show. You said Cliff Kingsbury, as far as an Old Town Scottsdale, as your wingman. You know, you'd love it, right? We cashed in today, Cliff. Right. We did. We did what we needed to do. We went down. We eight, went down to Scott's eight or nine. Yeah. What'd you take eight, home? Nine. Yeah, that's not important. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, how would you classify Matt Rule as a take home? Uh, I would say maybe a six, seven. Yeah, that's a confidence booster. Seven, eight. This seven, was a, seven, this seven was a four five. to a five seven confidence five. booster I, I needed. 
Uh, and I need to start stacking them up now. Matt Rule's the dirty old man at the end of the bar. What are we talking about? What are we talking about Cliff Kingsbury lived to fight another day. We called it a must win. You can't lose this game. Look, at that first half, and we did a halftime show, DA, like, it was fire Cliff, get rid of this guy. He's horrible. He's terrible. Blah, 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 everything. And then we said, hey, man, you got to make a second half adjustment. We'll see what it looks like. We tried to we try to get our, our people from jumping off the ledge, and then look at us now. Boom! We guarantee to win. We're back on Friday. All three of us guaranteed to win yeah. on wow. Friday. Hmm. Balls look out. Look at you guys. And look at Johnny in the pants. <laughs> look if at you guys. this video Real gets to hundred likes, you like this video yeah. right now. These pants are coming back every week until they lose a game. We get two hundred yeah. likes. I wear my pants. And then oh. about, if they, if you get three hundred, he'll never take them off. That's guys. right. I'll wear. I'll never. wear them all the way to next and, week. To my kids' date, you know, daycare, whatever, it, whatever it may be. Johnny, I have a question for you. What's up? So you know how some people have like superstitions about their lucky things where they won't wash them, like okay. a lucky jersey. I'm not. These gonna have wash not them. been washed at all. No. Okay, so are you going to keep that? Of course. Yeah, my wife's not. She she wants to wash these. That's not happening. Now I feel like I need to rub some dirt on them walking to the parking lot because they're too white. Because it looks like I'm I'm riding the bench with Andy Isabella, and I can't have that. So I need to rub some dirt on these. I'm over there with Simmons and Isabella and and Cameron Thomas and Maze Sanders with the inactives. And I need to be I need to be seeing the field. So and you need to be liking this video, Johnny. You're telling me that this entire season you're not gonna wash those pants, Emma. I I the folks at home can't smell me. Number one. I number can. two. I thought you were cool with me wearing these every week. Just you know, you guys have if they smell nice the when you were playing, I tried not to. I didn't okay. want any. Somebody goes, you need to be tackled, Johnny. Come I mean, down. I, let's, I, let's make it happen in the parking lot. I, I just man. had a just a, a system of things that I did every game. Um, that Can I see or <laughs> crown and coat. <laughs> no, no, I mean just a, like a, a <laughs> like Marshawn. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I was. I just like I always had just like this one shirt. Like I didn't care if it was like washed or whatever, but it was just like just always. This one shirt that I wore, and and to Frank's point, when you got to the league, it it does the shirt doesn't matter. No. <laughs> like, lucky shirt Fly gets it. You just like, damn your shirt. You just bathe in axe. That's there right. You, you do the axe bath. You rally. No, guys, axe is so bad. These are gonna Please get so better. sweaty on the drive home yeah. to Maricopa. But uh, you know, I'm living large. Cardinals got well, it down. Where do they have size Hobbit at? Oh, that's hilarious! <laughs> oh, wow! Wow! Come no, on, man! Oh, shots fired! Charlie, Johnny, Tackle Charlie, him, Johnny. go get him, Johnny. Tackle. Tackle I'm, I'm like the guy. From, I'm like from the guy from the Eagles. I'm the I'm the guy who came out of retirement and, and made the Eagles. That's me. Uh, John Charlie, this isn't baseball, Johnny. Bro. These are football pants. I got <laughs> them from Amazon. He has the pads. You gotta show, you got pads on, man. Yeah, show them. No. Show them the pads. It's hard to no. see because we no, have you bright up. lights no, in here. No, Johnny, just stand up and do a little 360. Give it to him, Jay. Those are not jeggings. Those are not jeggings. Should no. I play some music while you no, do it? No, okay. Please talk don't. about DraftKings <laughs> and the fact that I won big on a parlay this morning. Right you you can win big too. New customers right can bet just five dollars on any NFL team to win, get two hundred dollars in free bets if they do. If that's not enough, can boost your winnings with DraftKings step up same game parlays. I hope to God you bet on the Cardinals today, but you know, use some judgment moving into next week. I'm not sure they're the safest bet, Bo Brock. Good news is there's tons of other games uh, that you can bet on. Step up same game parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100% with payouts bigger than ever. Why would you bet on anywhere else? Uh, you wouldn't. Then to make things even sweeter, you can throw down on step up same game parlays once per day, all season long. So it's not a one-time, fits-all kind of deal. You can do it tonight. You can do it tomorrow. You can do it next Thursday. It's simple. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app 
Use that promo code PHNX. That's promo code PHNX at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See those show notes for details. Guys, we're 25 likes away. Yeah. It's not going to happen. They said we, you got to hit the gritty. You trying to get a win next yeah. week or they what? You got to hit the gritty. Hit the gritty. I don't know how to do that. You'll do anything to show for likes. He'll, he'll definitely <laughs> hit us with the gritty. No he will definitely it. hit the gritty. Yeah. We do it. We're winning, though. Yes. I, it's PHNX Locker. You, yes. I mean, you see the great Bird Gang shirts. We we emailed. Uh, the thread got us all together wearing our Bird Gang shirts. But we got the Hollywood yeah, sign yeah, on Camelback Mountain. Look Ooh, at this look beauty at that. right here. That's unreal. Kind of throw it in the face of, the, of our friends in L.A. The Hollywood sign, we copped it. We put it on our Camelback Mountain. I need it's it. Cool. They're supposed it? to be in soon. Oh, PHNXLocker.com. Also, we've got the Red Zen. Yes, we've got the celebration, the TV oh. celebration. I'm going to turn into a cartoon character and wear the same shit every day. I'm going to wear this T-shirt. That's what I've got on myself every day. It's that cool. We need a new T-shirt. I love this Bird Gang T-shirt, but no one yeah, gave it's me not one. laundry so day. I had, I had, no one <laughs> yeah, gave me gonna, one, so I had to look at it. I made my own. Joel says Johnny looks like he played for the little Giants. <laughs> Listen, okay, I'm five, six and a half. I am not a tall man. I'm on, I'm on camera He's right now with there. two former <laughs> professional football players and Bo Brock. How tall are you? Six, one. Yeah, so I mean, like, let's get Anthony Totri on the show, and then things even yeah. out a little bit. Let's get some fellow regular size—I would say average size guys on mm-hmm. the show. <laughs> average, right here. We got two former NFL players. All right, so somebody has to somebody has to bite the bullet and be the be the short one. There's always going to be a short guy. Uh, I like what Marty uh, Ambrosio said. What a game! It was a great game in the second half yeah. when the Cardinals kicked all that ass. So, gentlemen, next week, Philadelphia Cardinals six point underdog. Frank Sanders, I'll start with you. What do they need to do to carry over from this game to get the dub and break that terrible home losing streak next next week? They just need to embrace this moment that they can win football games. I mean, winning and winning winning is winning solves a lot of the problems in the ills. It will not it will not hide on film. So what they see on film is they got to make those adjustments. But in reality, these guys got to get their mindset ready to come out and play fast football, ready to throw the punch, get that. I mean, I agree with Jay, you know DA said it earlier: tempo, tempo, tempo. And we need to ride that way to understand that that's that's who we are. And we got to go do that and stop waiting until the last seconds to call plays, man, at the line. We only got two or three seconds on the clock. So to me, tempo, 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 and and ride the way from this win. Just embrace that. It would be would be absolutely important versus Philly. Love to see the offense come out stronger, faster. But, you know, if you continue to get a strong defensive effort, which we saw today, correct. I think that that you can parlay yourself and put yourself in a position to to shock the world like in, a, in in the second half. Uh, but I want to say this this week, and just hearing his post game comments and stuff, and we've been on our own post game show, but just seeing on social media the comments from JJ Watt and what this man's yeah. been through this week, yeah. uh, it's time for the fan base to back off. You know about the guy's unavailability. Sometimes, I mean. This guy, he's earned his Wednesday off for sure. You mm-hmm. hope he's going to get back to 100% health yeah. with his heart. Uh, and I think, you know, he just showed and proved again today that his, his what his impact transcends the box score. Like, you look at the box score right now, you don't see, like, a sack from J.J. Watt. You see a couple pass deflected deflections, but... What he was able to do and him just being out there, it made an impact for this Arizona Cardinals. Well, it makes you wonder if this is the last year we're going to see J.J. Watt play pro football and if we should be taking advantage of these moments and the fact that, I mean, listen, last season didn't go as planned the second half. The Cardinals are one for one with J.J. Watt as part of this organization making the playoffs. And I think it would be an underrated thing for him to help get them back there, especially without like a Chandler Jones. I mean, he really is the leader defensive stalwart, Mm -hmm. the elder statesman, if you will, outside of maybe like a Buddha on this Cardinal defense and and DA, I can't speak enough about like 
yeah, I was critical of him. He missed a ton of time. He was not ready to play week one. That's frustrating because he makes more money than anybody, but it's it's worth it when he plays on Sundays. Johnny, when you win, you feel good you know, about it all, and I think Bo did a great job just putting it in context you know, for everyone just to understand, like, this dude is a man that, to your point, Johnny, to much, who much is given, much is expected, this dude makes millions. So when you're not out there or playing at that level as fans, you it, it's right to question, but I think it's also, hey, you got to communicate. That's part of playing that, you know, being a, being a star in the National Football League. Like, mm-hmm. if you're going through something, let the fans know because they, they could, I think they're people too. Right. I think we're people, too. And we could understand, you know, what's going on. But to to respect to that dude, Bo, as you mentioned, I just put in perspective to me, someone with two, you know, young adult kids. uh, I mean, to be having AFib, going through restarting or just anything with your heart and and to be, you know, shortly being a a dad in the near future and just to, to be thinking about that like that. That's a lot. And to show up like he did over and over again to put his team in position. And, and as we talked about with Hop letting other people eat because that's more of sometimes more of the box, you know, not necessarily the box score, mm-hmm. maybe because he's getting so much attention, Zach Allen or Marcus Golden, and yeah. the linebackers are running free. People don't see that when they're just sitting at home chilling, watching on TV. They don't understand that aspect of the game. But going, moving forward, to, you know, to the six-point underdog or what, whatever, how that betting works, Johnny, you're going to break it down. I know you, you do that. Yeah. But against Philly, have to contain Hurts. Uh, I would say make him one-dimensional. Uh, regarding the offense, get, I mean, what what are they eleven and one now? Or yeah, eleven and one when he rushes the ball over ten times. Mm. There it is. You know what I mean? Contain, contain hurts and let Kyler run. Jacksonville ran the ball effectively today with James James Robinson against that Philadelphia front. It wasn't until the rain got involved and Trevor Lawrence could hang on to the football. I think four fumbles today. I I would feed you know Benjamin James Conner Daryl Williams. All of them had nice days in their own way, and I would make the offense the focal point until you are absolutely sure this passing game is ready to take the heights that it was last season. You mean the running game? No, no. no I'm, I'm, I would lean on the running game until the uh, passing right. game is ready, and I don't think it's ready yet. I, I think Rondell Moore, that I, I can't see more of what I saw today and last year. I, I don't want to force what's not there. If you don't want to keep feeding Greg Dorch, whatever, I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan of that. You can't be over a line on Hollywood. I would think this team has a very nice, capable stable of running backs and an offensive line that likes to run block and an offensive line that was completely dominating their front seven, that being Carolina's, until Will Hernandez was ejected. I mean, that game, they were controlling it from top to bottom. Even in the first half, the Cardinals were running the ball effectively much more than Carolina. Lean into that and keep Jalen Hurts off the field next week. To me, that's the formula for the next two weeks against teams that, you know, I think we we buy into Philadelphia as a playoff team, maybe not as a contender. I don't think any of us buy Geno Smith and the Seahawks as anything more than just a nice story to begin the year. Do what you can to survive without D-Hop, and I think the best way, Bo Brock, is to run the football. Yeah, it, it would help kind of combat what Hassan Reddick's doing. You don't want him to have a nice homecoming yeah, like he did with Carolina. Yeah. There's a monster today, two sacks for Philly. And their big win, he was a big help, uh, obviously, putting that ball on the turf with Trevor Lawrence. You don't want Hassan Reddick to go show Steve Keim that this team, you know, misutilized him for all but one season of his career that now he's parlayed into the bag in Philadelphia. <laughs> it worked out. He can't be mad. 
It worked out for right. him. It's, it's yeah. working. It's, look, it's working out. <laughs> it worked out before. just how it's supposed to. Right. He can't be mad. He worked out. Everyone figured out after we figured out after his 15 sack season <laughs> that yeah. he was a defensive lineman. He's a guy. He's, he's a DN. Yeah, That's guy. what he does. He does it absolutely well. Then he goes to Carolina and does it absolutely well there. Then he goes gets his money. And mm-hmm. I think that's, uh, again, they overlook the moment of the player. And I think sometimes that happens um, based upon just not he not fitting the system that you got going on. Be sure to like this video. We still have time. Get it to 100 likes. Subscribe to the PHNX Cardinals podcast wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe to us at PHNX Sports on YouTube. We are back manana with our typical Monday live show. Got pods dropping. Throughout the course of the week, the Arizona Cardinals have fought their way back to 500. Hey, two and one in their last uh, three Super games. Solid. How about that? 2016 or 20, 26 to 16 victory at Carolina for Bo Brock, DA Damian Anderson, Frank Sanders. I'm Johnny Venerable. We'll see you tomorrow. Peace.